It's the Daily Talk Show. I'm Josh Jansen. I'm Tommy Jacket. And this is a conversation sometimes worth recording. 90, Episode 99. 99. This is big. It well, is. Monday will be bigger. Yeah. Friday. Uh, it's Friday and it is freezing in Melbourne. Yeah, I know we don't talk about weather much. Well, I think it's appropriate. It is the first day of winter officially. Oh, in is Melbourne. That, yeah, June. How does that work? How uh, does that. <laughs> let me explain it. Get this. Thing called seasons. No, but how does <laughs> we need to get a weather professional on to, what, to talk to about this? Because I just, how does the world know mm. to the day that winter is starting? I mean, yeah, I mean, I can't answer that question, but I just know it starts on the first of June in in Australia. But yeah, that doesn't that seem funny to you as well? I had lunch with these two dudes from um, South America. Mm-hmm. I said, "Oh, it'll probably be hot there at the moment." They said, "No." Oh, because it's Southern Hemisphere? Yeah, I mean, it's, America's hot right now. Oh, it's getting into the summer. Northern Hemisphere? Yes, it's the opposite month. And yeah, so it's it's cold in South America. Anyway, that's my um, lack of geographical uh, understanding of how the weather plays out around the world. Well, you were... Um, I sent you a, a link to a, to a video um, of a two-meter Peter, a guy that we're going to have on the uh, two-meter Peter tweeter. I don't know, but he, he's two meters tall. His name's Peter. We're going to have him on the what? podcast. When did you send me? I sent you a link to him talking with Seth uh, Seth Godin. Is he two meters tall? He's two meters tall, yeah. Get the far out of here. Yeah. Wow. Tommy's trying to swear less. Good job. Thanks. No, but he... There won't uh, be any swearing for me in this podcast. So I, I sent him... I sent you a link to the video. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and you were having a guy being like, oh, guys, I think uh, Perth is actually closer. Is it? No, that's what you said. Well, I, th- I thought it was closer if you were to fly directly from Perth to America. I don't think so. It's not? No, because you would... You're going over, like, Europe and stuff. mm or you're going through like the Middle East, mm. whereas well, if, let's just come to the conclusion that um, you were just very. It was a good example of you uh, going real hard on yeah. something, and this is a good example of don't tell Josh anything <laughs> because he will <laughs> jump on a public on pra- platform and Pat- talk about a bit, it. Bit of a public platform. See, this is what you do when you're in a corner. <laughs> And you've just revealed the conversations that were supposedly between you and a mate. Don't you think? I've, don't you think that's funny? What? Which? I always get in trouble. No, I, I always get in trouble from Bray for this exact for talk, thing. Yeah, for saying something that she says in confidence, and, and then, then I, I think it. it's a funny bit of material, and she says, yeah. "No, that's." Oh, it's it's just a gauge. I'm feeling at the moment as far as understanding how far to take things. Yeah, because there's a it's a blurry line. Mm-hmm. Because I know it's like I t- honestly don't give a rats. Well, it's it's about knowing. It's like someone said, "Oh, because um, I mentioned that estrogen patch story or whatever the other day." And it's a good story. Is, is was Bray like? Is Bray okay with that? Who said that? Uh, one of her friends or no, nah, a mate, a mate of mate, mine. Yeah. And so I was like, "Yeah, she was fine." Like I think I've got a good gauge. She tells me when I've say something that I shouldn't. Yeah, it's self filtering. Like I, I think I have a good gauge, but. When you're having as many conversations as we are, it's bound especially to on stuff a, up. Especially on a public platform. But my point being that you uh, geographically have no yeah. idea. Yeah. Well, the Earth's flat, Josh, so let's not go there. <laughs> well, that's, what, that's what you wrote back to me at the time. But um, no, so it's it's freezing cold and I this is absolutely disgusting, but I'm a dog whisperer now. I'm looking after a dog. Took him out for a walk today. 
he took a shit. You know, steaming pile of shit, that saying? Yeah, yeah. It was a steaming pile of shit. There was steam coming off it. Is that the most disgusting thing that you've ever heard? I wasn't sure whether to bring it up because it's just disgusting. What you know is the steam is carrying the smell. And so you get away from that thing. Because it's like a thicker... Maybe can you relate to people that leave dog poo on the ground? Are you? Because I know you've we've talked about how you were waiting for this guy and to he make looked sure around he and he didn't. He yeah. he ran off and so. No, I can't relate because I think that as soon as you are entering in the realm of having a dog, yeah, you need to clean it up. Okay, but can you understand? If I understand you... how disgusting it is, so and it's just like it's a reason why I'm not getting a dog. Mm. <laughs> I'm serious. It's a re- like if the dog. I've said this on the a few episodes ago. If the if it was, uh, yeah, if dogs didn't shit, I would have a dog. And if it, if it didn't smell well, too. Well, hold off because maybe in 20 years, yeah, maybe. there will be dogs that don't shit. Is this bad? I'm feeding him a lot of like dry, like hard foods, not to make him constipated, but just to make sure that he's not doing a sloppy poo. If that's his diet, if, if you've I'm been instructed more, to do one thing. I'm giving him more smackos. Then I probably we well, don't need to give him more smackers. Okay. He will get fat. Dogs do get fat. My dog, my Dalmatian, would get into bins. Have you still got a Dalmatian? No, died. Okay, Robbie dog. He was my why, dog. Why from are you talking birth. as if I, I knew that your dog died? Well, I don't own a dog. You've come to my house. Where's my dog? Well, I've got a cat. It just doesn't live with me. Yeah, it's my got, parents' cat now. It's got a dumb name too. My cat. It's a great name. My cat. M Y K A T. My cat. My cat Jansen. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you a story And I had to get this Checked off with Amy Before I talked about it On the podcast Ah so you're checking So that's good Well I almost have Told it before And then I Just held off on it On the day Just because I think You interrupted (laughs) No 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 no. That doesn't happen But I did go and ask her And she said Thanks for asking Yeah sure But just don't mention X, Y and Z Sometimes that happens Where I say Hey can I tell this story and they're like, oh, just don't say this part. I'm like, yeah. you mean the funny bit? <laughs> the bit where you shit your pants, you don't want me to tell that bit. So Amy, when she was young, she was house-sitting. A mm-hmm. bit like you are at the moment. Yeah. Her friends from the church, they said, oh, would you like to stay at our place to look after our cats? They had cats mm-hmm. and the cats had a litter. So there was baby cats. And so she had to... When you said litter, I just assumed... Isn't that... I thought kitty litter. You mean like... Had a more, litter of... Is that what more cats It's like is? a flock of birds, a litter. A litter a of cat cats. cat has a litter. Okay. Or a dog has a... Anyway, dog has puppies. It had multiple kittens. cats. Yeah. Multiple kittens. Yeah. So there was a bunch of kittens. And she was needing to feed these... Like feed the mum and make sure that everything was going okay. Mm-hmm. One of them died... One of the kittens. Well, she may. She kind of thinks she may have killed it. <laughs> How? Too many smackos. No, there was one that was like a, a bit of a runt of the litter. Mm-hmm. So a bit, a bit struggle town. So it's a, almost a bit Darwin-esque. Like it's just it was meant to die. Maybe, but what happened was bad timing. No, it was trying to get on and sort of was getting squashed by the mum. It was trying to latch onto the boob and like something happened and then. Amy fed it milk. Oh, uh, yeah, lactose. Because she was like trying to give it milk. She's like, this uh, is what I'm going to She was tr- constantly trying to call the vet and they wouldn't answer. And so she had them constantly, constantly on the phone trying to get through. And then she's like, okay, I'll give it some milk. How old was Amy? I can't remember. 
I don't was know. she really young? I don't think she was too young. Was what? Google around? No, probably not then. If she didn't just go for the yeah, Google. That's the you thing, right? like, you would just Google like what's wrong with my cat. No, she, yes. She actually said, because yeah, she retold me the story. She said my phone, yeah, Google wasn't, a, I didn't have a phone that could do Google at the time. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't. So I was trying to call the vet. And <laughs> when she got through to the vet, she asked, oh, should I give it some milk? She'd already given it the milk. Oh, just to test the water. And they're like, absolutely, it will kill it. <laughs> really. Absolutely not. Don't give it milk. Anyway, it died. But I said, what did the owner say? Because imagine if you killed How Archie. How many kittens were there? Four or five or something. Okay. So maybe... Look at you, you heartless bastard. No, well, I was just oh, trying... Oh, if there's a couple, we can get rid of one. No, well, I was just thinking if it's like, if they've got... Fifth, I don't know how cats work, but if there was like 15 of them and one died, yeah. probably wouldn't notice. No, there was not 15. But anyway, the owner said that there was, it was the run to the litter and not. Oh, so they were nice of, about it. They were like, "Yeah, oh, it, it was probably going to die anyway." But but what, Amy didn't tell him about the milk. Yeah, I didn't ask that bit. Okay. Well, that was a good story. Well, I guess we'll find out. Like, is this a? We'll we close, close the loop, loop on loop. whether or not. She told, told the owners her. that she gave it milk. Yeah. It, I mean, it is a big responsibility. So, I think the lesson of this story is stop feeding the dog schmackos and anything outside of its original meal yeah. deal that it gets. I'm trying to work out how to um, throw like throw to him because sometimes <laughs> I throw it and it just hits his head. Like He doesn't do anything. Can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, I just need to understand like how high do I need to throw it. <laughs> I'm just getting used to it because I was halving, um, I was halving the smackos to get more out of them, and so I had more opportunities to make him happy. But it changed the sizing so that he could no longer just. So he was missing it every single time. You know the problem with you having any pet is it then becomes another distraction in your world. Yeah. When has this all been going on? Huh? Oh, a, there's a lot to do. Yeah, and also you've really taken responsibility, which is. Good, but I think it's taken a bit too much yeah, of your time. <laughs> it does take a bit of time, but hey, they're getting a great experience. Like they're the uh, the owners are going to be wrapped, I guess. But I guess they won't really, unless I created some sort of montage of what, all them. What, that would have been great. Would would have been great if I was to say, "Hey, we I created this montage of us house sitting." It goes for like three minutes, and it's like. Oh, look, here's Archie playing. Or well, like, more this of is... the dog. I don't think they want to see you guys. But you still got another couple yeah. of weeks here. Did I tell you about the job? I never did it. Oh, man. So I got this text message saying, um, hey, Tommy, would you be able to um, make a montage of our dog? He's very sick at the moment. And you I... never did it, though, did you? And so I had it booked in and I got a message in the morning ah. saying, oh, we've had to take him to the vet and we'll have to postpone never happened dog died dog died no montage i've filmed a funeral before you filmed your grandma's funeral i live streamed it different oh i guess it's basically the same well, i had a, set up a camera to, i had yeah, a okay. full fs7 cinema camera in the back and um had uh i was using so for whatever reason so my brother lives in north carolina and he was uh watching i literally had one viewer it was on a youtube unlisted live stream and I could send it around. I think actually probably at, at the peak, there was three people watching. It was everyone you knew. Yeah. It wasn't just some yeah. old bloke. Yeah, exactly. Pull up and get a cup of tea, watch your funeral exactly. this morning. Old people love doing that sort of thing, but I think they're normally there for the sandwiches, so it wouldn't have the same sort of... <laughs> so your brother was watching. Yes, yeah, so he was watching. Yeah, and so 
But the thing was, I was uploading it at like high definition. And so every six minutes, I got a notification from Telstra saying that I'd used a gig of data. <laughs> oh, no. So I was getting a text every six minutes throughout the whole funeral. I was just like, uh-oh. It was okay. It was probably... Should, should have flown your brother out. Yeah, exactly. Can I ask, is it like, I know that for me to get through family events, filming mm-hmm. for me is like my version of fun. Yeah. And I am interested in what's happening and mm-hmm. I'm capturing moments. I haven't done a funeral. Yeah. But was it, do you think you avoided the emotional uh, Literally moments? every time someone came to talk to me, I would just adjust the tripod, just go, hey, just sort of wave at them and look busy. Do you think it, was it your idea to film it? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sure, um, I'm sure someone mentioned it and then I was like, yeah, absolutely, I can do that. Yeah. And then just went, and so it could have probably been an iPhone job, but I had like a full sort of rig set up. And then mm. I was responsible for the um, the slideshow as well. Mm. So, you know, doing all the scanned photos and stuff like that. And I was told by my auntie that the funeral people, like the white lady funeral, like it wasn't white lady funeral, mm. but one of those, they, um, they were going to be playing the music. And then when they got the DVD, they said, oh, um, there's no music on it. I said, yeah, I thought that was going to be played separately. And they said, oh, no, it had to be embedded in the DVD. I know. So I had to then redo sing. it. <laughs> yeah, sing live. No, I was just like, um, uh, I just had to find a song. I only had um, iTunes at my disposal. So it was either going to be the, the U2, free U2 album <laughs> or there was um, uh, Jose, you know, Jose... Wonderful world. I can't remember it. I see trees of green, red, red. But it's a um, what a wonderful world. But it's yeah, the yeah, acoustic yeah, version, yeah, yeah. really nice. So you went with that. Yeah. The, the problem was that it didn't time out perfectly. <laughs> so like <laughs> halfway through, it's a like, what a wonderful. It just stops. Oh no! It just sort of like fades down. <laughs> you know, my uh, my so auntie abrupt. was a funeral director. Really, and uh, I would hate that job. Interesting job. I mean, yeah. someone has to do it. It's like morgues. It's like um, people who dissect bodies. Not dissect yeah. bodies. Uh, uh, yeah. Open them up to find out cause of death. All these things. Someone has to do it. Autopsies and stuff. Autopsies, yeah. But I remember being a kid and being taken and asking, can I see a dead body? Did you see one? I saw two dead bodies. And these aren't just like, you know... In you know, it's not like you're in a morgue where they're pulling it out of a freezer. It's like in a room that's super cold, and they're like made up for oh, the so wedding. Getting it for ready the wedding for, the, <laughs> for the wedding Sorry. for the big day. Made up for the big the funeral. Yeah, and so I just remember seeing these two dead bodies. Yeah, it's. Have you ever seen a dead body? Have mm, I seen a dead body? Oh, nah. Oh. Yeah, I remember doing research for not on the internet. Yeah, not no real life dead body. A uh, real life dead body. Um, have I seen a real life dead body? I think you remember. Yeah, it. Yeah, no, I did. The, well, there was a situation where it was there was a when I was in the Philippines. Even there was like I've just seen a body on the ground mm. a few times, but it's not like you're seeing there. like face or anything like that. It'd be pretty traumatic, I guess, if you're seeing them. In a space that's where it's just happened, oh. like a traumatic situation. That 100%. Dude, my friend was on a roof mm. talking 
two other guys, they were plumbers. Yeah. Talking, man, one falls through, dead. Yeah, that's Imagine a, that. Yeah. You're just hanging with the mates and then at work. Everything changes. The, that really rattled him yeah. so bad, man. And the weird, I reckon the probably like fail videos and stuff aren't good because like I feel like my like you when you're watching fail videos you're watching all of these like heightened situations mm. where it's like ah oh, someone falling off their like bike or like mm. and we laugh at that sort of thing and you almost think like what would happen there would be a moment of like instant responses to laugh at certain things right mm. like you like when I hit my head. <laughs> when I hit my head on the van, my brain was like teary eyed and sort of hugging me. I was just sort of like, I was like laughing at myself because <laughs> I was just like, what have I done? How bad it like, because I had no sense. Oh, yeah. Like I could have chopped my head off and I wouldn't have known. Oh, no. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's- hurting yourself is not. But this is the worst I've hurt myself, so it's pretty low level. Mate, you, you're not an adventurous dude in terms how of how much throwing... have you hurt? Actually, I've broken my foot before. But you broke your foot? Fell into a hole making a film when I was a kid. Took six weeks for mum to take me to the doctor. She thought that I was just complaining. Broken my foot, being walking on it for six weeks. Lynn doesn't get a good rap on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she, don't say that because then she's going to say that I don't give her a good rap. No, she's very funny. She's a funny person. It's where I get my some of my quirks from. Yeah. Um, what do I call it? Outrage, Lynn. <laughs> she's, she gets outraged a lot. I feel for you, Lynn, having to deal with three deal boys. Deal with Josh, I three can boys. understand the outrage. Mm. Yeah, three boys would be super tough. Yeah, you have to have some a level of thick skin. Yeah, and because I'm sure that that's one thing that Mum did teach me is like, um, sick days were not good. Yeah, if I if I chucked a sickie. And she thought that I was faking it. I just remember conversations where she's like, "You're, this is disgusting." It's it's good. It's yeah. And so, but I also remember the other side of it, which was she was also uh, she'd buy me souvlakis and a flake shake from Wendy's when I was sick too. Oh, when I was phlegmy, I know you're not meant to have much milk stuff, but I would crave that like a thick shake. <laughs> I used to get told that by my mum. Oh, if you got a cough. No ice cream, none of that yeah. stuff. Well, so I don't think it's a cough. It's going to make me throat feel good. <laughs> that type of deal. <laughs> yeah, Josh has come out out all right, Lynn, if you're listening. Yeah. Uh, you got trolled, not trolled. You had, uh, I got tell s- me the story because I've seen got you. Got scammed. You basically turned it into a, a real content piece for yourself. Oh, so, for I, your social um, medias. No, well, I, I got a, um, a direct message on... Instagram slid into your DMs. Slid into my DMs. It was a girl named Holly saying that she worked. Um, she was a senior person at Instagram. Okay, Holly. Yeah, and so I looked at her profile. It's sort of a bit weird. Sort of some random memes. The aesthetic wasn't great. Some photos from the royal wedding. And I was like, okay, this seems like a bit of a scam. But let's um, I'll engage anyway. Long story short. Turns out it won over four hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> what? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, decided to have a conversation with her on the DMs. So did Holly open up by saying something like, "Hi, Josh, you've won." Yeah, she said that there's been some winnings. Um, this is an official Instagram type of thing, uh, and uh, you've you've won this money. And the thing was that what I was trying to do is to see how many roadblocks. Because obviously, if you've won some money and they give you some rules, 
there's a part of you that would say, okay, I need to have not broken those rules. But mm. what would happen if a scammer, they want me to have won the money because that's when I do the transfer. Yeah. So what about if I put some roadblocks? So they said, you cannot tell anyone, <laughs> right? So if, first thing I did was I said, I've, I've quit my job. Holly, I've quit my job. Because <laughs> um, you've won the 400. Yeah, exactly. And I said, I've, I, um, I you know, said, thank you. It's been so liberating, basically. I said that... Um, uh, I said that I've raised my voice and I've just been walked out of the office. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, she sent me this thing saying, you can't tell anyone about your winnings. I said, I've told my girlfriend. And she said, okay, that's okay. That's the only person you can tell. I said, and my mate, Tommy. <laughs> and she said, okay, but no one else. I said, and my boss. <laughs> and then she said, okay, we're going to need a FedEx it to you. Right. Um, and I said, uh, I can't take FedEx. She goes, yeah, you can take it. Like everyone can have FedEx. I said, no, my neighbor had a fight with FedEx <laughs> and now no one at the apartment block can get FedEx. You're thriving in this. I lo- a bit of improv. I love yeah, it. It's, it's, it's imagination running yeah. wild. And um, she said, <laughs> she said, can we send it to your boss? I'm like, well, I'm not talking to my boss anymore. <laughs> you know, because I raised my voice. And um, yeah, so there was a lot of that sort of back and forth of just how many how many hurdles can I create? Mm. And um, yeah, so it was, I mean, one of, the, one of the highlights was she sends me this video of cash. And if you listen in the background, there's a Bruno Mars song. And I ask her, I'm like, do you know who the artist is in this thing? And so we're that going back and forth, bit. back and forth, back and forth until she finally said, yes, it's Bruno Mars. <laughs> but I don't even think that she knew that it was Bruno Mars. I think that she was just wanting to move on. So it was, it was really, it was a, a fun experience. I spent way too much. If you look on my Insta stories, yeah. I should save it out or something. As you can, um, they all save down anyway. Now there's a um, history. Oh, of course, the highlights, the highlight history. Yeah. So but that between the dog and Holly, it's a full time. You literally spend nine, nine hours. It was that was a long, long day. What I, what I've thought from seeing you do that initially, even when I walked in here today, you said a lot of content happening. Yeah. A lot of content and it's all around the this woman trolling you. I was up at midnight trying to get her to call me so I could get the call. <laughs> yeah, and you would have recorded yeah, it. Yeah, I had quick time ready. I was like, okay, um, let's try. And so it's not over yet because I've said I've sent the money and um, she's obviously going to say, hey, haven't received the money. And then I think, so I think that it would be good to, to get on continue the it on. Yeah. So I was thinking these people now... Have a, they're having a tough time with the amount of people that are wanting to shift this into a content piece for this social oh. media strategies. Well, the thing was, <laughs> if she just looked at my Insta stories, could you yeah. imagine? I ended up hiding the Insta stories from her. Okay. And we're saying her like Holly is a person. Yeah. Um, Holly looks like a stand-up yeah, citizen the, in her profile. The, <laughs> the funny thing was I played I uh, played Bree the video of the, all the money and just someone like swiping yeah. through like and flicking Bri- money Bree said oh I can hear her breathing I said babe for one Holly doesn't exist it's probably some dude from a, some random country yeah. and two that's not his money he's just ripped a video yeah, from yeah, somewhere because yeah. they sent a link Is that? did you go through to the profile that the video was attached to 
No, so or was no, it a that direct was, video? That, it was sent. a direct video okay. sent. So weird. What a life to live. But you're just scamming people. No, probably. I I was looking at. I did feel a little bit bad because I went on to um the uh, profile of the account and was looking at her f- photos and was commenting on a couple of them just for a bit of bit of <laughs> bit gear, of extra bit content. Of, bit of content. Screen grab, screen grab, <laughs> and um the there was one guy who was like writing to her, just like, you know, you're beautiful or whatever. And you click through and then you see, okay, this guy's in his 60s or whatever. Mm. He's in sort of the south of the US. And he clicked through. He's like, he's got a family. Oh, he's got a daughter who's got a design, like a design business. And I was like, oh man, like he's an actual real person who's engaging with this. This is why they get lucky. So the scam, all they wanted from you, all they would have got was a fee to send the prize that you'd won, which you'd never get. Yeah, that they would were like, okay, you transfer transfer us four hundred bucks. So then, that's the delivery cost, um, for the uh, for the amount. And I was saying, can you just take out that cost in the overall winnings, please? And she said, <laughs> we've had a couple of cases at Instagram where employees have used that opportunity to take more money. <laughs> and so I did other things too. Was I, I just wanted to check her gauge on the empathy that she might have for me so i said um i want to give you ten thousand dollars of the money just want to soften her to the point maybe she's like you know what josh is such a good guy (laughs) that i'm not gonna like i was sort of hoping could i get her to come around and say and not engage anymore because she felt bad for me said that i was buying a house and what did they say what did holly say it's really gross because they play on the whole religious thing too. So it's like, God That's bless, right. God's with you. Yeah. Isn't that the most ridiculous, like crazy thing that you've had? Like, so it's probably playing into people's emotions where it's like, God, oh, this is what I needed. This is the calling. And they're like, you deserve, like, it's all this like language, so which dangerous. is so predatory. Dangerous for old desperate men yeah. <laughs> who think it's a woman. Yeah. That they could that maybe just made, but also yeah, there's just so many elements to it, isn't it? It's uh, it's but, not ideal. Have you ever have you ever had some? Actually, one scam that I have had, which I hate, is uh, in the city, people dressed up. I think they're monks. They dressed up as mm. monks, come over, say something inaudible, maybe in a different language, and they have like a metal token. And they're like giving it to you. It's like a, it's like tin sort of material, and mm. they they hand it to you. Melbourne CBD. Yeah, it's like a gift, and it's happened to me in Sydney as well. Okay. It's like a gift, and so it looks like they want to give it to you, and you say thank you, and you take it, and then they give you like a little notepad with all these people's names with a, a dollar amount for a donation. So then they put it there, and then you're expected to write down amount and give them that money. Like so, it's a um. God. Yeah, and so what I remember, that? and then they take the money. Is it like yeah. a scam? Yeah. So I was, um, yeah. I when it all happened, I was just on the lookout. I was ready to go. I mean, and it's not a good look to like yelling at someone who's dressed as a monk. You, you look like an <laughs> asshole. You don't do that in the city. Yeah, people will come down on you. Huh? Yeah, you know what? You you're going to experience a lot of this in Europe. So I think I told you. About what I did appreciate some of the beggars actually offering up a product to buy. So they're yeah. selling lighters for a dollar or one euro. You know, they're selling pens or notepads, yeah. which they've gone and stolen. But they have worked out that if they're offering something of value in exchange, they get money as well. Yeah. Which made sense. And so 
um, but in Paris, I watched. Oh, I've been scammed dudes. in Paris. Oh, nearly scammed in Paris. Watch yeah. these old dudes playing this thing where they'd like, um, you know, it's like some dice and money, and like so you flick in, you know, they're like it's almost like the cup and ball, and it's so clear that you could win. Like I'm watching it going, hang on, I might just chuck a twenty euro down here, and I almost did. But so what happening is there's this guy doing the cups and taking the money, and then someone will come in. There was an old guy playing. And chucking down fifty euro, oh. fifty euros, and going, and then winning and getting the money, and kept playing, and so that's a court, that's like a fake. So he's obviously letting this dude win, and then when someone jumps in, i.e., me being a dumb tourist, and yeah. I throw my twenty euro in, they amp up the game and make me lose. There's a part of me, and this is like so counterintuitive, but it's almost like I was like, how. M- I wonder if it would shock Holly if I just paid the amount. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I've paid you. Check the amount. It's in there. But it's not really. It's exactly <laughs> what they want. So there's a part of me which is like, but if you were the federal police, like if you were a police officer, yeah. how good would it be to have a wad of money? Like you having, like say you went up there mm. with a thousand euros and just start dropping 50s down and just let them get mm. this feeling of like they're winning winning and then just like arrest them at the end is there a way that you could um send her a link that she could click on that we could see at least where the ip is coming up or they're probably using B- AP, B- ipn vpn, VPN. i get there this is uh <laughs> ipn apn vpn virtual protection number <laughs> virtual v- private network okay nearly Pretty close. close. Um, yeah, so they, they, they'd be using a VPN, I guess. But maybe um, not. Is there a link that you could just chuck yeah, in there and say, yeah. Holly, um, my bank needs um, notification of payment. Visa verifying or whatever. Can you just click on this? Yeah, I mean, one of the things that they... Um, uh, one of the things I was thinking about doing is I went online and found a credit card dummy generator. Oh, yeah. So it actually gives you details which you could use. But I wasn't sure on the legalities of it. I couldn't work out like... <laughs> Imagine if you gave them a legit... Yeah, that's what I was trying to work out. I'm like, okay, so if, is this using some sort of system which would trick them, but it's not... I don't want to accidentally charge someone 400 yeah. bucks. You you know that um, I've had my credit card ceased as in they just block it yeah. because the fraud is some sort of minute transactions happen that's triggered it. Yeah. Anyway, I asked them, how has this happened? I said, you know what? There's, they have got generators that just constantly spit out numbers that they're constantly trying, and sometimes they get it. Well, I forgot that Bree was a secondary card holder on uh, a credit card that I rarely used, and there was three transactions, all for like one hundred and ninety-eight dollars, um, for like a place in Japan. Yeah, and uh, I uh, I contacted my bank about it. And um, yeah, it was just like Brie had, she'd forgotten that she had it and it was just in her drawer, like Mm. not being used and all that sort of thing. And so, yeah, it's a good example because, and they asked the most annoying questions. They're like, has anyone in your, uh," and what annoyed me most about this bank was I contacted them as soon as I found it on a weekend and they said our fraud team isn't here on the weekend. So they'll get back to you on the weekday, right? So I was on a shoot, missed their call. They left a voicemail and that was it. Never followed up, never put a case in. And so two months later, I'm like, okay, I'm going to 
um, I'm going to finally, I've got this time. It was like a Friday at like 4 p.m. and they closed at 6. <laughs> oh, I'm like, no. I'm going to finally, I've got to call up and, and um, mm. sort this out. And they said, why are you only uh, reporting it now? And I just said, look at the notes. Oh. Look at look at the last time I called. What what was I saying? <laughs> yes. And this they, is another Michael case. Yeah. And then the Michael case was the, uh, the custom, customer service issue. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they... Um, she apologized about it all and they processed it, but they asked the most annoying questions. Oh, 100%. Like, um, you know, you sure? <laughs> the best questions like, you sure you didn't make this payment? <laughs> you know, like, you sure? I you guess didn't? they have to make, say the dumb Yeah, they have questions. to ask the Yeah, there's a lot of dummies out there and I guess I'm probably one of them. But um, yeah, yeah, so th- that was, so we don't know where we're at with Holly. I've gotten a lot of content. The amount of people who have reached out to me in the DMs yeah. Same. Just messaged you. Yeah, he was. He's getting involved. I'm giving him ten thousand dollars. Great. He'll be on the show. I might give it to him. That's his fee. Hamish, you're going to be earning ten grand on Monday for coming on our podcast. As as soon as I get my money, (laughs) we'll. uh, Yeah, so it might be a while, buddy. Maybe he pays my FedEx fee, and we can sort of. I could even (laughs) give him a bit more. But yeah, I'm already inviting people to my new house. Yeah. Sort of saying that. Yeah, giving out money back and forth. It is. I do enjoy the. the counter troll. Yeah, I I, also, I just love the imp- improvisation of just creating a story. Yeah. Well, you've be been co- doing it since you couldn't read as a kid and you'd read out what it's you'd just make up and make up shit. It's so true. It's the Daily Talk Show, everyone. It's episode 99. Monday is episode 100 with Hamish Blake, which is going to be um, a bunch of fun. We've got some good guests next week. Yeah, we've got a, a lot of good, uh, good guests, including, oh. I don't know... Uh, uh, so, Dr. Jason Fox, I call him an organizational psychologist. Don't know mm. if that's his sort of uh, preferred title. We've we got can... a book and that says what he, it says that in there? Because where'd you uh, get that from? Uh, I don't know where I got it from, but I think that's right. He'll, t- he'll tell us anyway, yeah. but I've been speaking to him about all of these things. And, um, you know, like all of all, your problems, all of my, pro- <laughs> no, a little bit about all my problems and all, all the like, Hey, Tommy and I have been thinking about this and he just yeah. sort of like raises his eyebrows. So it's going to be great, great because we've got no idea. Yeah. So but we have, uh, uh, the punters idea. Yeah. We're speaking for the punters. I think yeah. the average Joe, but I think his point was that maybe all of these professional, like maybe people have less of an idea than what we think. So we've got him coming up mm. next week as well. But if in the meantime, Send your emails to hi at the daily talk show. That was a nice one from uh, Robert. Uh, yeah, we got one from Robert, uh, a uh, future podcaster who um, was uh, who loved listening to the episode with Lisa, and it's inspired him to uh, to go out and start his own podcast. Yeah, Robert Worthington. Cheers, dude. And he was asking about equipment. We're using. Uh, give me a sec. It's the uh, Sennheiser. E945 microphones. If you need to know where it's made, Germany. Yeah. Uh, but the, uh, So these microphones um, are really decent. The uh, I think they're about 230 bucks. But the other option too is there's um, another really popular mic which has a longer stem is the Sennheiser MD46. And the benefit of mm. that is it's, it's like a reporter mic and it's got way less um, noise... Uh, from handling, like so, holding holding the mic, and oh, that's yeah. what Lisa was actually using. Um, so yeah, I would suggest that. And then, from a recorder point of view, 
the um, Zoom. All of the Zoom stuff is yeah. really good. We have the F8, which is overkill. But there's... Um, <laughs> if you've listened to the podcast at all, Josh is all about overkill. I love a bit of overkill. But yeah, there's definitely, you know, you, for a few hundred bucks, you could get a Zoom recorder, yeah. records into SD card, get it up there. But if that's the barrier to you starting... Think again. Use your iPhone. Yeah, yeah, that, that's ca- so true. that thing Anchor. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, the Anchor app. Yeah, just download. I mean, that's the thing. It's um, uh, perfectionism can get in the way of mm. done. And when we started, we started on a real hack job where we we're using two mm. USB microphones and we couldn't hear each other, and it was a pain in the ass. Yeah. We did fifty I th- episodes. I think the learning from that is. Wherever you start, it become that becomes like very basic yeah. for you. So if you spend five grand on a setup, it's going to be basic pretty soon because then you're like, we need the ten grand shit. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing too, I, I think, is it's a uh, you want something that's going to be the the least amount of distraction as possible. You don't want to yeah. have to be you don't want to have to be learning a new technology while you're also trying to learn how to speak to an audience yeah. and uploading on podcasting as well. And just to note, we've still got no idea and we're 99 episodes <laughs> yeah, in. It's very true. And um, from a podcast point of view, uh, to actually get it up, we use something called Simplecast, but our uh, friends at Wooshka do a good job too. Mm. Corey, Corey Layton's got a great product there, especially if you're wanting to start to, to monetize and yeah. Australian companies. But we're not good. in this to make money. Yeah, this apparently. is the, uh, yeah, we're... Uh, this is the long game, TJ. Yeah, the long game. Thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, we'll see you on Monday. Have a good one.